Welcome back to the Garcia Diaries Unfiltered. We're back. It's me, Bethany Garcia, with your favorite co-host, Anthony Garcia. We are back, and I will I would like to take majority of the blame as to why. Ooh, a little burpee action there, right at the gate. Don't as to don't why we've been MIA the past few weeks. And the reason being is because the Phoenix Suns were knocked out of the playoffs. That's why we've been MIA. And if you knew how much, you know, as a season ticket holder, I've invested into that team the past few years. When you get beat by 30 points in a elimination game, it just kind of puts you in a really, really funk. That happened like last week. So what was the reason for the three previous weeks? I felt it coming. I knew <laughs> I knew the writing was on the wall. I have this son's voodoo doll that I stab so that once they get to the playoffs so that they lose so that I don't have to spend $20,000 on playoff tickets. So very quickly, we can explain that. So when it comes to season tickets, you pay for the regular season, which Mm -hmm. is 41 games. We'll leave that number at 10K. We'll just leave it at that. Playoffs come, right? And then you have to decide, do you want to buy the playoff tickets or do you want to release those tickets and me being someone who sat there for 41 games i fucking want to be there when the games actually matter that that ticket if the suns have played every game possible at home would have been right around twenty-seven thousand, which is crazy so bethany every playoffs catches a crazy attitude <laughs> which i don't know why because i say babe can i opt in or not and every year you say yes because what are you going to say no I mean, I guess I could. Right. But any, so you have, Bethany has a doll or something that when the tickets start to get pretty pricey, we lose. I'm and like, please lose, please lose, please lose. You do whatever it is that you do. but Because I'm like, that money could be going to our kids and the their kids bank get, accounts. If we, could, if we could get a new car. The kids get paid before any before I spend Boy, one dime. extra money in their account. Well, they they got to do extra work then <laughs> if they want extra money. But no, in all seriousness, um, it's that time of the year where... Any and every sickness that is passed around, we we get it. And it's not like everyone was sick at once. It was it hit one kid, transferred to the other kid, hit Bethany. It was like a slow moving thing. It was almost a month of at least one person in our household being sick at I, all times. We got an email from or I got a call to pick up dudes from school and then we got an email that same day that six kids from his class had gone home because of stomach issues so the sickness had a lot to do with the rear end so it's been a very very shitty few weeks but in the midst of that you went to fiesta friday yeah. we're all curious how did that go down how was well, it well it was super fun my friend krista horton i've known her since i think we met in 2014 when we both were first starting out on instagram and like our blogs and everything. Back then it was all about the blogs. And I think when we met, I I remember her specifically because we were in a group chat together with a few other girls that I still follow to this day. She had like 20,000 followers. So I thought she was so cool because I only had 5,000 followers. And look at her now. It's amazing to like see her success. And she's just, just as amazing in real life as she is online. Mm-hmm. And this whole event was about her brand launch it was basically an event a party to celebrate her and to announce her new brand which is Horton Rum and it's actually so good um I was obsessed with the there's like a cola a pineapple and a lime 
soda pretty much. It's like a rum in the soda, like a ready to drink cocktail. Think of like a high noon, like in a can. That's what it is. The cola one was incredible. I was drinking it all night long. I loved it. Before the event, we all went to sushi together. Me and my friends that I went to the, on the trip with, um, let me back up a little. The event was in Bakersfield, the butthole of California. And so me and four of my fr- three of my friends were invited. And then we brought along two plus ones. And so there was six of us total in our little friend group of Arizona girls that went to support Krista. So we flew to Bakersfield for one night uh, before the event. We went to sushi and we were like, okay, guys, we got to decide what alcohol we're going to drink tonight so that we can stick to it so that we don't get super sick. So are we going to do vodka or tequila? Like, what are we going to do? And then we were like, wait, the drink is rum. So do we need to stick to rum all night? And then we were decided, okay, no, we're going to stick to vodka. Like, we'll obviously try her drink to support her and everything, but like, let's just stick to vodka. Well, we started drinking pretty much at that lunch. That night when we got to the event, we tried the drink and it was so good that we were like, wait, we have to drink this all night. Like we're not going to even get the liquor from the bar, which they were jealous of. So we still got liquor from the bar, but the cola one was amazing. And how were the other ones? So the pineapple one, I did not try because you know, I don't like pineapple at all. So I didn't even want to like be like, Oh my God, it tastes so bad. It, which I wouldn't have said, okay. I would have kept that to myself, but I didn't even try it. And then the lime one was really good. I, I enjoyed it. But if these drinks were in the store, I would buy case and case and case and case of the cola one. It was so good. Like it was actually like, okay, I would buy that shit for our house to have it stocked. I'll accept that answer because if you tried to get on this platform and say, I like the pineapple, I would have called you a fucking liar because yeah. it would have been a lie. So, hey, we, we got to keep some honesty around here and you you kept it real and so I'll accept that answer. No, yeah, I loved the the cola one for okay, sure. Okay, So, so the, anyways, the yeah. Night. So it was an event from 5 p.m. to 1 a.m. So it's a rally event. Um, it was at a Marriott convention center. So going into it, I was like, um, okay, it's at a Marriott. Probably the nicest hotel in Breakersfield is a Marriott. And I just was not expect, I mean, it's Krista. She's over the top and amazing about everything, but it's a Marriott and it's Bakersfield. So you know what I mean? Like the bar was low, dude, this party was the most insane, gorgeous, like every single, it was like this whole banquet room. They brought in fucking floors because the carpets were ugly. They, the, the walls were ugly. So they bought like brought in wallpaper and they brought in every single inch of this. You thought you were stepping into like uh, this magical island. I I forgot I was at a Marriott. I forgot I was in Bakersfield. I felt like I was in like Hawaii or something. It was the coolest event I think I've ever been to in my life. And just when I thought it couldn't get any cooler, they surprised everyone at the party with fucking Nelly. Like, like actual Nelly, like rapper, country singer, extra R&B <laughs> extraordinaire fucking Nelly. Nelly, who we karaoke to anytime we go out to karaoke. That's like, our jam. That's our jam. It was crazy. When people started saying Nelly, Nelly, I was thinking like, oh, like, what's that girl? Nelly Furtado. Nelly Furtado. I was like, maybe her or maybe like there. No, fucking Nelly. It was crazy. It was so much fun. I think that's why I lost my voice for like seven days in a row was from screaming during that concert. So yeah, it was just an amazing night. And then me and my girlfriends went back to our room, which we had conjoining rooms. And one of the rooms wasn't ready till literally one in the morning. And we checked in at like noon. So that was annoying. But um, besides that, you know, we just got in our bed and we just literally sat there and giggled and laughed and talked for like another hour or two and finally went to bed. And then I don't think I'll ever go on another trip with 
Carissa, my friend, because she and Lindsay were up at 7.30 in the morning. We went to bed at like three and they were like with their coffees, like all smiling and cute and looking pretty. And I was in the corner like swollen and looking like a gremlin. And like I went to take a shower. I was like laying on the floor in the showers. The water is beating my back. And I'm like, why am I awake right now? Yeah. So, but it was super, super, super fun. I had so much fun until I got home and I realized that I literally did not have a voice anymore. And then it was gone for the next seven days. That is one thing about Bethany is she will get her sleep. She will Disturbing get her sleep. Disturbing my sleep is like waging a war against me. But I was really nice. I only made, I only talked shit like a few times about them waking up that yeah, early. It's to the point to like if we do anything the night before, I already know like just wake up and go to handle your day with the kids because Bethany will be asleep. I need my eight hours. <laughs> well, sounds like grump. a fun time. Oh, um, yeah, it was fun. I stayed here. I, I caused a little bit of a stir on social media, which I love to do when you're gone because you're not here to yell at you to yell at me. And so I went on there and I made fun of dads who post their kids when moms go on vacation a lot. And because I see it, I see, I see it on my, on my Instagram and just like to talk shit. So I love to talk shit. Can I ask you a quick question? Go ahead. Um, can you remember the last time I yelled at you? you you're not a yeller. So okay, thank you. Because we'll I just made that joke and I don't want people to take it seriously. And I just, I think that it's funny because a lot of wives probably do yell, but I can't remember the last time but or also, if I've ever yelled. Actually, I think I have like maybe in a really bad moment, but it's probably been like over a year since I've. But also like I don't respond to yelling. Like no. I was yelled at all the time as a kid so as an yeah. adult like if somebody yells at me i just walk away like i'm not but yelling like triggers me really bad so that's why i like to be like a no yell household which does not last with five kids but i especially if it's like in a mean way i can't do yelling whatsoever i'll just break down and cry you know <laughs> <laughs> but for me it was good to know like so many people were like Anthony, we want more from you on social media. We want a day in the life. We want this. And I'm like, Aww. you should do day in the lives because you're like so busy with the kids. I, I really should. But like, I don't give a fuck about social media <laughs> like that. Like, <laughs> I'm, this is like, I'm just about real life. And if you notice me on social media, like when I post, I post a lot. Mm -hmm. And then when I don't post, mood. when I don't post, I don't, I don't share like one story. If I'm sharing stories, you're going to get hit with about three days worth of stories. <laughs> You have to be in a good mood for, or in the right mood. For and then it. like I posted like the, that we went to Chuck E. Cheese together. People were like, I don't know how you do it. And I'm like, dude, do you guys not understand? Like this is my life every like, like, okay, but you can't say that because literally when you were posting that you were at Chuck E. Cheese, me and all my friends were sitting around my phone like, oh my God, I can't. Believe. And even I was like, you guys, this is crazy because I would never take the no, kids to I, Chuck E. Cheese by myself. But all I five get of them. that. But like, there's people say like oh in a, a dad that's active and, and involved i am the definition of an involved dad like mm -hmm. we'll just we'll just get that out there so people are like how do you do it and i'm like this was just a regular ass day in my life like yeah the, the house the kids those are really my fucking job taking three kids to target is stressful for me actually you know the last time we went to chuck e cheese all seven of us that was stressful for me. It's just like such a sensory overload and the kids are running amok. And I'm just, I do applaud you for taking all five kids, even though you don't want the applause. Like that is 
next level crazy. No, but it, it was just funny to me because awesome. like I was doing it in a joking way. You were you took them to Chuck E. Cheese in a joking no, way. No, no, I was post like I I would if if I hadn't put the story of like don't you guys think it's funny I would not have posted my what I did that day, but because I was I had to like follow up and like see this is what i mean guys that's why i posted that but if mm. if i hadn't if like if i wasn't active on social media that day i wouldn't post i would have sent you so like you a were, couple pictures you and were then posting your day making fun of them and people like love that shit i'm like no guys we're trying to not give no, dads kudos people, like, love it <laughs> we're not trying to give dads kudos for fucking quote-unquote babysitting their own kids like we can do it guys just <laughs> we can do it but are most are a lot of them capable i don't think so <laughs> Hey, it is what it is but i want you to <sighs> tell everyone about our 10-year wedding anniversary trip that we were supposed to go on in june and we had you know we wanted to go somewhere we'd never been before and we made such a big deal about like choosing which place we were gonna go we were thinking greece bahamas grand cayman and then it boiled down to grand cayman so, and we booked it and we booked the ritz carlton and we booked our flights and what happened with that? So, guys, we have canceled our 10-year anniversary trip to the Grand Cayman to Islands. The Grand Cayman Islands. We, are, <laughs> we are now going to Hawaii. We're going Damn, to Oahu. Am I going to get killed for saying it like that? Saying it like That's what? That's how never nothing. You missed it. It's all okay. Good. Relax. Um, guys, I know that Reddit likes to to call my wife a party no. animal blah 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 not listening can't listen about say Reddit. all bethany wants to do is party and and she just she just party party parties every single day of the week i actually had a friend send me like a screenshot that said that and they're like they sent us like a group chat with all of our friends in it and they're like that's the funniest thing that you could accuse me of because i'm literally with our kids 24 but <laughs> that's the reason why we cannot go to the grand cayman islands so anthony and i sat <laughs> We literally sat in our bed a few days ago and I was like, all right, we wait, got, wait, wait, we can, got, wait, before you go there, can we, can we just kind of quickly explain why the Cayman Islands? Yeah. So as you guys remember, our Rocky Point trip mm -hmm. did not go well. Police took our money. It was not good. So when we started to plan our 10 year anniversary, I said, Beth, I would just like to go somewhere tropical. I want to. Yeah. He wanted a beach. I want to go to the beach, sit in the sand, all that fun stuff. Bethany likes to look at the ocean doesn't really like to go in so it worked so we literally like went through a list of islands and looked at crime and crime rates safety and, and safety and all that stuff i think because we're just like so triggered after um the mexico tr or the rocky point no trip. honestly it's because i wanted to wear all my bling and not have to worry about getting robbed by the cops that was really, that was my thing. That wasn't my reasoning. But anyways, the Grand Cayman Islands was like, it was the on every safest. list as like the safest place to go that's tropical. And we're like, okay, let's do it. Like we don't want, we just really don't want to be robbed and the, yet. Okay? The, pic the pictures look great. It looks like a beautiful place. Yeah. You, and the movies, they go there. You hear stories. The and reason that like that place even came to mind, like that was on our list of places to choose from is because Carissa, my friend and her husband just went there and it looked amazing so that's what we decided on they gave us also recommendations for hotels and we were so excited until well Anth i joined i joined all these facebook groups visiting grand cayman travel grand cayman all these different groups i joined because i've never been to grand cayman you've been to grand cayman no we have not never. so 
I think the best way to learn about a place is not Google, but actually Facebook. joining a Facebook group of people who have been there. Or live there. Right. And if you are on Facebook in a group, there's, Bethany, you're not on Facebook, so I'll explain this for you. There's a little search bar in the corner, the right, right top corner, and you can search, type in any word, and if there's any posts written about that word, you get to see it. So, Oh, my I, God. I type in nightclub. Bam, because I'm like, look, seven days, no kids, like, we're about to turn up. It's mm-hmm. about to be a, we're going to relax at the beach, you know, do our little relax R&R, but we're also going to get lit. Yeah. And every post is like, this is not the place to come if you're interested in the nightlife, clubs, cl- or bar, I don't even think there's clubs, bars close at 11, like, it closes early. Yeah. Like, and every, these are people writing their reviews, and I'm just like, damn so i like send screenshot them send them to beth and she looked and we're in bed together and so we that, just yeah. look at each other why like, sit, no that's not even what happened that was like a few days before and i was just like dang that kind of sucks but then a few days later we sat in bed because i think we were home with one of the kids that were sick and i was like let's do our itinerary so go, i go to my notes app and i write out every single day and i'm like okay oh, this yeah, day should yeah. be an excursion day this day we'll do our photo shoot for our anniversary this day we'll do this that so I start going online to book excursions and there's, there was literally like two that we were slightly interested in and one that I probably would have actually gone through with. And that was so crazy to me because last, every time we go on vacation, we book like all these crazy excursions and it's so fun. There was really nothing to do that looked interesting to me. And I was like, okay, we're there for literally seven days. Like I can't just sit on the beach every day. Like you can only do so much. I only want to do one spa day. And this is our 10 year wedding anniversary. Like we want to have a lot of fun. And so I started looking at reservations at restaurants and all these restaurants close at like eight or 9 PM. And I'm like, what the heck? And so I like look at Anthony and I'm like, I don't think we should go to the Grand Cayman Islands. I think we should go to Oahu because we, for me too, I, I like have anxiety about leaving the kids, especially if Anthony's coming with me, like we're both leaving them. It's such a long trip. I also I was already uncomfortable with how long we were going to be gone, so we did shorten the trip when we booked rebooked it. But um, we have been to Oahu. We know Oahu. We know that there's a lot of fun things to do, and we have like five separate separate family members in separate locations like that live on Oahu, and you know, Anthony's family owns like farms there and all that kind of stuff like that. We can go visit them and we haven't seen them in so long. Anthony's brother's there. My brother's there. Anthony's sister's actually there too right now. So it was just, it just made way more sense to be able to like, you know, we were not going to spend our whole anniversary trip with them, but to like be able to see them and then also have a lot of fun things to do and nightlife and also a beach. So we get to turn up and relax. Yes. So if you're going to be in Oahu, on Oahu, is it in or on? gonna be on oahu first week of june we may have to turn up together i don't know also if you have any suggestions for photographers because our photographer we used last time we were there got or she moved to a different state i don't know anyways i need a good photographer because we're gonna do our vow renewal on the beach and have someone take pictures of it and i'm really excited for that but like in all honesty like our our honeymoon you were pregnant and also we our were, honeymoon was in tucson arizona we were dirt poor like i think your dad paid for the hotel that mm-hmm. we stayed at he did we wanted to have a ball and do shit that we didn't get to do on our honeymoon yeah so this and is like our 
actual honeymoon. So we'll be on the Grand Cayman Islands again, but with our kids because... Oh, yeah. I want to take the kids to the Grand Cayman and we can have more of a family fun trip and more relaxing. Definitely not like a place to go if you're looking to have a party time and not a relaxing time. So, yeah, that's the story of how we canceled our 10-year anniversary trip. But we did rebook it and we're very excited. So Bethany went on her instagram and asked you guys if you had any questions for us since we have not been here in a while yeah we had we got to catch up we got to catch up with with the pod listeners okay so are you ready for these questions let's get it i said ask us anything and you know people really take advantage of that anything (laughs) all right what are our father's day plans and what's one thing you guys love about one another as of right now, we don't have any Father's Day plans. It's the week after we get back from Hawaii. And I'm sure we will figure it out in the days right before it. Because that's what happened with Mother's Day. We literally decided what we were doing like two days before. And what's one thing we love? About- Actually, let me ask you this. What do you want to do for Father's Day? Well, I was just going to say that's what's so beautiful about us. It's a month is- away. You are a planner. You like to have things. I, I believe that if you were not not feeling well leading up to Mother's Day, we might have had a bit of a better itinerary. Mm-hmm. Like with my birthday, I think I told my birthday was February 21st. I think I told you February 19th what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. That's just kind of. And I had been asking you for, for weeks. eight weeks straight. But I'm just, I just don't make plans. I'm more of a like, because I don't know, in eight weeks, I may not feel like doing what I said today. And that's. Yeah. That's just me. So plans, I don't know. I don't, uh, we'll think about it Friday of Father's Day weekend. <laughs> All right. What's one thing I love about you? I mean, there's a million things I love about you, but this week, one thing I love about you is how much you go above and beyond to take care of not only the kids, but me. Like it really means a lot to me because I've been feeling really under the weather the past week or so. Um, how much you go above and beyond to make sure that I'm okay and you bring me medicine when I don't ask for it. And if I'm in the bathroom in pain, you're right there making sure I'm okay. You bring me smoothies to make sure I eat because I went like a while without, you know, feeling hungry. So you make sure I'm hydrated. I don't know. You're just an amazing caretaker. And it really shows that you love me so much. Oh, that's sweet. Why do I love you? This is a new one past recent years i love that you're so funny and it took me so long to think that because our humor was so far apart for such a long time in our marriage and i've been trying to tell you since like 2011 that i'm funny and so i don't know there's just a lot of like funny moments in our life and funny things that you do so you bring like before it was like damn i'm so fucking funny i just have to carry this weight on my shoulders and like you You've relieved that weight and I laugh a lot more in life now because now I understand your humor and it's, it's funny. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> this is what what you love about me. You don't need to put me down. No, I used to call it like that's white people funny. Okay. Like the office and stuff like that. But that now that I've put down color and race, it's just funny. You know? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, what a breakthrough. <laughs> All right. Someone said how to let go of a stepdad that raised you, but was toxic. The more you grew up, you get and understand. I don't. Ooh, I, I think I kind of get this question. Okay. Um, because this is something that 
I've learned as an adult, like looking back at my childhood and all the things my parents did, I may, I don't agree. I don't like, but I do understand that everything that happened was because my parents had my best interest in mind. They wanted better. For my you. mom knew that there was more to life than being a gangbanger or a drug addict or, you know, a womanizer and, and having a bunch of baby mamas and all that. She knew that, but she just, she knew there was more out there, but maybe she didn't know what, what that was because, you know, her range of the world was very small because limited, limited right. And so I think I look at a lot of things now and, you know, we come on here and we talk about them and there's, I don't, I don't feel like angry or, or feel any type of way. I just think like, okay, sh- sh- they did the best that they did with what they knew. And so it's my job now to take all of that, um, everything that I'm learning in life and growing from and whatnot and applying that to my kids. So I think unless it was like some stuff that could have put you in prison sent you to jail i think like or like abusive abuse or some sexual some things like that that you should be in prison for i think that maybe if you try to look at it from a different view is like all right maybe i felt that my dad was too strict or whatever it was and maybe he was just like look i i don't want you to go down the same path that i saw many people go down so i'm trying to steer you in a different direction but they just didn't know how and Yeah, I definitely think it's different if there's like real horrific abuse or like trauma, you know, and even with trauma, I think things can be overcome. But I saw this post on Instagram today and it said, your mother did the best she could and you were left wounded by her. She loved you and she couldn't always be what you needed. She sacrificed and at many times you felt like a burden. May we honor her by humanizing her and learn from her life. And something that really resonates with me recently and rekindling my relationship with my mom is I always held her to a certain standard and had expectations from for her of what I think a mother should be and it's the standard that I hold myself to and I realized that I can't hold her to a standard that that I the standard that I used to because it's not taken into account how much trauma she's endured and how much pain she's held onto and everything she's been through and that maybe how she's showing up now is is her doing her very best and so lowering my expectations for her and accepting her for how she shows up has helped me to really heal and to allow myself to let her in again and then on the other end of other hand of that is you're an adult and if you decide to say fuck you I don't want nothing to do with you that's your right and, and that's what I do with my dad. Don't have to explain that to anyone. <laughs> yeah. No matter the situation. And one day I you know, I always come on here and joke like, Yeah, I'm a fucking great dad, this and that. There's gonna be things that my kids complain about me in the future. It's it's inevitable. You're, yeah. No one's perfect. But if we can stop looking, you know, at our parents or others with lenses of perfection, I think we can kind of all right. Were you just, were you actually just a mean person or were you really trying to steer me in a direction opposite of what you did? And so it came across as mean and, and things like that. But yeah. no one knows what truly happened and that's how I look at it. Is there a different way to look at it so you can see it through a different lens and then decide, all right, I'm going to cut you out of my life or hey, listen, I don't 
like how things went. I don't agree, but at the end of the day, you had my best interest in mind, and I love you for that. And maybe we can repair things, or maybe we just go our separate ways and be thankful for what we had and move on. Perfect. All right. Someone said, "How are the finances at this time?" LOL. And then they said, "Don't need to answer. It also feels inappropriate to ask." <laughs> that's when I. That's what I'm talking about. Ask us anything. People take it really literally. Anyways, all right, next question. What do you, or how do you know when it's time to break up? Oh, can I answer that last one? Sure, go ahead. When you see me get a nine to five job, because, you know, by the time, it, I mean, by the time, if that ever comes to a point, you know, my, my qualifications are going to be none, <laughs> then you can be like, damn, something's going on over there. Anthony's working at AutoZone right now, like some shit hit the fan. Yeah. So. If I can't make money anymore, which I'm sure that time will come. And hopefully we've set Wait, ourselves up. what? I mean, I'm sure the time what? will come in 20 years when it's like maybe social media doesn't exist anymore. Maybe only robots are allowed to do social media. You know what I mean? So hopefully by then we've set ourselves up well, hopefully so Holy successfully. Fans is around. Jesus Christ. What, are you going to put your feet on there? I'm going to put your feet on there. What the fuck? My feet are too pretty <laughs> for people to jerk off to. Just kidding. All right. Someone said, how do you know when it's time to break up with a friend? That's a great question for Bethany. I don't think I've ever broken up with a friend. You have. You have. I have broken up with a friend. I'm mouthing his name to you. Strictly on my accord. I mean, I don't think I've broken up with a friend. You've had falling out with friends that had nothing to do with me. That had nothing to do with me either. This, the oh, last that, one that's what i mean i've never had a i've had never nothing had, to do with me and i still knew it was time to separate myself from that right. person and that's why i say that's a great question for you yeah. to ask because i personally have never been like all right i can't be I think, anymore yeah i think in your instance or maybe maybe this is guys and versus girls or maybe this is just a you thing but you'll just slowly distance yourself and then never speak to that person again and then for me, I feel like I always need like a resolution or a conversation. And so I will have a conversation with the person that I think it's time to like, or I think I need space or I think that it's not working out or whatever. But how do you know when it's time to break up with a friend? For me, I think it's when if I'm put in an unsafe position for myself, which has happened, or if I'm noting my noticing myself completely drained being around that person and I think friendships should be about I mean like I have enough stress and pain and sadness in my life already without other people on the outside adding to that and so I want friends that fill my cup up and bring me joy and don't drain me and so if I notice that I have a friend that is constantly draining me and never adding anything to my life and just taking 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 then that for me would be a sign to distance myself. So can I can I answer from the passenger seat of watching you what I think? Yes. In, in the simplest form. I think you know when a friendship is no longer fun because yeah. we all have, I mean, a lot of us have families, careers, all these things that life throws at us that make things stressful and you pick your friends. So I... And you, your friends are a release from the real world, right? You don't have to worry about a bill or 
meeting a deadline when you're with your friends mm-hmm. so when it no longer becomes like you said a release and yeah and there there are times like i've had times with some of my closest friends where they are going through something really traumatic and painful and those times aren't necessarily fun for anyone involved and like being there for someone can we constantly. be can we, can we be real for well, a can second I finish for a sec um i was just gonna say that there's times that aren't going to be fun when you're being there for someone and you're supporting someone but that person's not draining me and making my life miserable and like making me feel unsafe and all of those things. Right. So back to being real for a sec. Problems are fun when they're not yours. So that's being also true. being being there for someone that's going obviously it's not like haha, but it's like I would much rather help my friend navigate through a problem than my friend help me navigate through a problem. <laughs> like true. can we be real? That's true. So even though like, okay, it's yes, kind of like not, that thing, like drama is fun when it's not your drama. Right. And yeah. I think that's what it's not like kiki, haha, your husband just cheated on you. It's yeah. like, oh my God, like I'm here for you. I, I'm, I want some action in my life and I'm getting a little bit of I it. I don't thrive off of like my friends being no. hurt though. No, 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 no. Yeah. No, but no. like but my when most those moments are not fun, it's fun when it's not fun because it's not your problem. That's what I mean. Yeah. And my most recent like distancing myself from a friend was because of one of my closest friends being really badly hurt by her and just me not wanting to be involved in any of the fallout. And it got really messy between them. And I chose a side. I chose my best friend's side. And that was, I think, probably painful for everyone involved. But I also knew that I needed to support my friend because she had felt unsafe in her friendship. And so I think that was something that didn't directly involve me whatsoever, but I still felt the fallout from it. And yeah, I just think that people should be adding to your life, not taking from it. And yeah, there, you can also just slowly distance yourself if you don't want to have a full on friendship breakup, because I feel like friendship breakups are devastating and so hard, especially when you like, kind of give that person an inside peek at your heart and your mind over the course of months or years. So it's not, yeah, it's not fun for anyone involved. So I'm sending love to you if you're having to decide if you need to go through that. Anything to add? No, you got it. Anthony's Anthony's last friendship breakup, which was like probably eight years ago, was protecting me. See, I've never had a friendship breakup though because... But calling people, someone on the phone and being like, and him being like, and you being like, and you're fighting, that's, and then not speaking again for three years, that's kind of a friendship breakup. But you didn't have to say, like, I'm breaking up with you, but that's no, what I mean. By I was just breakup. like, you know what? Fuck you. Like, we are not the same people anymore that yeah. we were. And, but the thing is, is like, I've never, those people are kind of circled back in my life, not to the same extent, but it's no, like, yeah. all right, once, once they, came back to earth and whatever issue they had, they were able to apologize for and and everything's cool now. As cool as it's going to get because, you know, life changes, you grow and that's what it is. I have. So I've never really had a real friendship breakup because what's a real friendship breakup? Friends that you don't talk to anymore ever again. So not, but there again. was no breakup there. We just kind of, you never spoke again. Right. There was no falling out. Yeah. It was just like, you you met my needs in that season, 
yeah. that season ended and we have no need for yeah. each other. But you kind of found out but your relationship I, ended in a really sad way when you weren't invited to his wedding. But I, but I wasn't sad you, though. It was like... That's the, a sad way to find out you're not friends anymore. No, because I knew we weren't. We hadn't talked for eight months. So it would I would be foolish to think, oh, yeah. I'm going to their wedding. But if I saw that person today, it'd be all love. I don't, I don't feel... There's people that yeah, if you saw today... I saw today, his wife at in downtown gilbert a few months ago and we were so but that's what i'm saying yeah. there's no one that i can run across today that there's actually going to be an issue with yeah you on the other hand there i mean there may not be an issue but it'll be awkward there's two people i can think of you may leave the, top of my the head event where I, early if that person shows up. up that did happen <laughs> for me it's not like what what's the phrasing you use like it wouldn't be all love or whatever for me it, you know it's a hundred percent solely just anxiety and panic attacks to where like I feel like I'm almost put in the position I was in before when I see this person. So it like really scares me. And then I just have I, my flight or flight kicks in fight or flight or flight or flight or fl- I can't say that. Um, and then I just have to like go because I'm like, it's almost like self-preservation and protecting myself. And you're not a good faker. I'm not a like good I can see someone that I don't like and I'll, I'll check up a, a deuce or a salute and just keep it moving. You- it's hard for me to look people in the eyes yeah. that have like hurt me. Yeah. All right. Someone said, just saw the bum tattoo in your last post. When did you get it? And was it a surprise for Anthony? So what your anniversary was? It was seven or eight? Seven. We went to Vegas for the first time ever. And we wanted to do something crazy. So we went and got the most expensive tattoo. (laughs) It's literally the size of a dime on my ass. It says AG. And it was literally like $300. Shot minimum. Yeah. For... A dime-sized AG tattoo on my ass on the Vegas Strip. <laughs> what happens <laughs> in Vegas, though? Yeah, and it was not a surprise. We like, I was like, wouldn't it be so like funny and cute if I did this? And he was like, I was, All right. I was actually <laughs> against it because I was like, damn, now we can't go swimming in the resort pool because like, <laughs> <laughs> you can't get you it. Just wet. got a tattoo. Yeah, no, it was funny though, and I love how it looks now. And like, anytime I take like sexy pictures and stuff, it's always peeking out, and so I love it. Like my boudoir pictures, like there were so many close-ups of the tattoo. I love it. All right, mm, last question. Are you ready? Okay, someone asked for advice on how to make new friends when you don't have any friends. I want to ask you this first because I feel like you could be friends with literally anyone. No, I, I, I don't think that's a true statement. I can be friendly with anybody okay true 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 but the last friend that i made was zach heisdu like honestly yeah and before that it was a friend of my best friend so like i knew of him in high school because he was around my guy and then as adults we kind of i don't make friends so that's not a like that's true but i don't want it i think you're just really friendly with people but that's the thing is and i think that's why i don't I haven't had many fallouts is because in order for me to truly call you a friend, it's like a vetting process. Like I don't just go have drinks with you and we're buddies. Like, Oh yeah, we, we hung out. It's cool. That's true. But I don't, I don't make friends and I don't want friends. That's something I've always, I like my small circle (laughs) and it is what it is. That's something I've always been jealous of since the day I met you is that you have your like same friends from kindergarten, first grade, seventh grade, high school. Like you have literally the same group of friends now as an almost 30 year old. And that is crazy to me because growing up, we, I moved schools every three years and went to like at least five different schools by the time I was in high school. So it's just like, to me, I'm, I get into this like mode where I'm like, that's not fair. Like 
if I would have gone in the same school my whole life, I could have lifelong friends too. And we all, we all, we were also moving cities every few years. Like I lived in so many different cities my whole life. And so I think that's something that we always talk about wanting for our kids is for them to consistently go to the same school so that they are able to make lifelong friends. And yeah, for me, I think making friends was something I decided I wanted to do in like January of 2022. I was like, I am so lonely. I don't have many friends. I have like one best friend from high school who lives across the country and we talk anytime she's here, we hang out and I love her, but she's not here, you know? And then I have another friend, but she doesn't have kids and it's hard to relate on a lot of things, but she's fun and we have fun, but it's just not, I want mom friends, you know? And as a stay at home mom and an influencer, I'm like, there's nowhere that I can go to meet people. I don't want to go on like a Facebook group. So what I decided to do was message people on Instagram (laughs) that I had followed. And so one of the people I messaged was Kendall. I messaged Carissa. I messaged Lolo, messaged a few girls and I invited them to dinner and we hit it off at that dinner and we decided to make more plans. We decided to make more plans and I got really, really close with Kendall really fast And I'm really grateful for that. And I'm grateful for me putting myself out there because I never would have done that ever, ever. Like, can you imagine me? Like meeting new people is my number one, like nightmare. Like I get so scared and I'm just so grateful for that because then through getting close with Carissa, who I've mentioned a few times on this episode, I became friends with all of her friends. And so it's just been like, I have a really great support system now that I never ever would have had if I didn't put myself out there. So I think putting yourself out there, if you don't have any friends, um, like in a support system like that is the number one way. There's also like apps like Bumble BFF where you can literally go on there like a dating profile and meet people that you just want to have platonic friendships with meeting people at your kid's school. If you go to church, asking people to go out to lunch with you, if you, sign your kid up for gymnastics and talking to the moms. I think there's definitely ways to meet people if you are willing to put yourself out there. What do you have to say about that? I agree. I mean, you just got to take that step sometimes. Yeah. I mean, like I said, with me, I don't really have new friends, but I'm just like, I've gone to to basketball games with followers, husbands and stuff like that. Like I'm, I just... (laughs) I feel like I'm just an easygoing guy, easily adapt and kind of find that medium ground that you guys like and go from there. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in to our comeback episode, our fifth comeback episode of the year. (laughs) And we will see you guys next week. We're so excited. We have a lot of exciting things coming up. Um, namely finally signing with a new company. And so we're really excited about that. And we will see you guys next week. Peace.